Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 113 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm your friendly neighborhood DM Tom, and I have a few things to cover before rejoining the crew in their final stretch of their journey to the Glasmeda Isles. First and foremost, thank you for sticking with us for the last two plus years. It's going to be three in October. It's bonkers to say that. Uh, it will get crazier and crazier, and it's about to, so, you know, we're glad you're here with us, and uh, buckle up, because it's... It's gonna, it's it's getting more and more fun. Uh, second, if you can, please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms. Uh, just search for us, uh, you know, the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. Uh, we have some cool stuff coming down the pipeline, and it's definitely worth your time to check out. Lastly, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for others to discover, and we would all definitely appreciate the love and support. So without further ado, we are going to jump into the recap and then go right into the episode, and I hope you enjoy. Last we left off, the party is on their last couple of days of travel to the Glasmane Isles. Some of them spend time learning a new language, like Zex and Galahad, learning Draconic, Others work on projects for the party, like Salix and Shanks, while others still bide their time with meditation and training. Zex reaches out to his guild members, being warned of a dangerous field that is enveloping uh, where the machines are supposed to reside. Uh, Salix reveals in confidence to Shanks their proclivity for distrust of dragons and dragon kin. It seems slowly but surely party is fully opening up to each other, which is a very good thing. Uh, all the while, the words from the Legend Lore spell ring in their heads about the machines, and they have yet to find a meaning. Hopefully, they will find one soon. And that is where we pick up. Yes, what next? What you next? tell me. Are you going to stamp any gummies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> tell me, what do they look like? What do you stamp with the mess? Thinking, I'm thinking we're going to get little uh, 
I don't know if we need tinkers tools for this, but if we can have, you know, little face type things with little pointy ears on the side, just so, just so we know. Mm. Elven speed gummies. We brand them. And you still have the bag. I feel of like candy, this. Is, right? I feel like this is D and D version of half baked. What happened? <laughs> yeah, you still you have still the have, candy bag, should... right? Which bag? Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Which bag? The bag of candy. The empty bag that has candy written on the outside. Yeah, oh, I gave you the last. Yes. I gave you the last one in the. Yes. You, use? you used I, it against I, the. Uh... I had. Yeah, I used both. I, I'm, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of giant, and I'm out of. Uh, and uh, I didn't need the giant one because it, it, I mean, it was funny that the blue dragon was like, what I, the fuck? I think the giant probably helped you hold on on a couple of it, it didn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't. Didn't? It wasn't part of the because it the giant stuff doesn't help in that thing. It doesn't. It was just more for it was. Uh, I thought it, for, I thought it uh, upped your strength. No, no, it's not like it doesn't give me advantage on any athletics or strength things. That's like barbarian rage stuff. It added extra oh, damage. Gotcha. It added an extra d4. That was it. Um you know it was fine everything worked out the way it was supposed to so right i held on yeah, that dragon you, you wasn't yeah you wasn't holding back you're like yeah adult dragon yeah i'll just use what i got yeah just use what i got whatever fucking got some stupid ass dragon trying to flex on us doing a stupid thunderstorm shit all right i'll i'll say because you have been working with like the copper and the gold wire and shit for your mm-hmm. alchemist tools oh nice i made pro- it a little so you could probably shaky. fashion some type of like stencil to cut everything out in. I just want you to roll me uh, a, we'll say dexterity, and you can add your proficiency okay. bonus. Check. Oh, beautiful. Dex is five, so that's 24 plus proficiency would be 28. Those hours that you spent wrapped fucking coil around those goddamn flasks, you you might have a future in art if you really wanted to like you're pretty good with like wire forming so you may you're able to make like almost like a little uh you fashion it in such a way that you have one the outside stamp part of it lower so it can go all the way through but you also have a little bit one in the middle with the the elf ears that sort of like imprints onto the the gummy so you can make go with this one there you are you're able to make two out of that batch. Very nice. Very that nice. little, the little bitty batch. The test exactly, run. It's exactly, it's exactly the shape. <laughs> yes, it is. Fantastic. So you have you have two elven speed gummies. You're gonna have to come up with some branding on this. We we need a, a catchy name. I will. Candy. What, we can't use sensor beans, okay? Sensor beans? <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. But uh, yes, you are successful with that. If anyone is watching, you are watching Shanks punch little jelly out. They look like little, maybe like an inch in inch maybe two you know master at work mm-hmm. how big were the coins an inch yeah i think no i think they're two right two all the way across yeah 
Looks like two all the way across. Yeah, so you, it's yeah. roughly about the size of the coins are the gummies. Oh, nice. Those look interesting. What are they? Uh, I gotta come up with a better name for them, but uh, for the most part, he's gonna make you go zoom zoom. Drugs. Drugs. The best guy. I will take your word for it. And it's been <laughs> some time since I've tried genuine drugs. You don't have to worry about the taste on these. Oh no, you've actually made them good? Shanks is going to go in and look over the, the deck. What, what would he see at this point? At this point, there's mostly... I mean, at this point, it's ocean in every direction. Um, can't really see the island currently uh, in the distance and at the bow of the ship. But probably tomorrow you'll be able to see it off in the distance. But it's just... it's. Actually, like, just clear blue skies. Probably turn to whoever's closest by. If nobody needs me, I'll be at work. And he heads back to his room and starts working on the, uh, the potion of greater mana. All right. Is there anything anyone else would like to do? Good. I'll go back and work out and climb the ropes. All right. Ropes it is. Sounds good. Salix is just meditating. Working um, on their on their banthing powers. Understanding the new void powers a little better. Gonna work on some draconic and uh, speed duo. Unless he's like helping himself. Yeah, I'd say is able to fend for himself. Yeah. I, I'll give him the option if he wants to spend some time with me, but otherwise I'm uh, either uh, working on Draconic or uh, just uh, chilling in the room doing my prayers to Sylvanar. Greatness. Well, if there isn't anything else for anybody, we can move through to the next day. You're on the eighth day of the voyage. So tomorrow morning, you should be getting into the island. Here. I'll have Larice, roll me a D100. 43. Excellent. 43. Another beautiful, clear, cool day. Seems like you hit a good patch in the weather. Uh, anyone who goes up on deck, off in the distance, you can see a small cluster of islands that you seem to be heading towards. Uh, anyone with a uh, passive prescription 
16 or higher. Which is a large chunk of you. Um, you would be able to see a slight reflection, almost. Like a, a glare. As if sunlight is hitting glass or something clear. Coming from the island off in the distance. Like I said, it's still about a day away, but you're a mile up, so you can see pretty far off into the distance with how clear it is. A glare, like, as if, uh, like, think like a lens flare. Gotcha. Okay. Do we know, like, the if there's a source from it, or it's you can't tell from this distance, but because of the angle of the sun in the morning, you get you can see that sort of standing at a certain spot. You can see that sort of glare reflecting off of some of something off in the uh, in the distance seeming to be from the island from best you can tell I'll let the captain know just to uh, keep an eye on it if they don't see it already Cord I'll let you know yeah we, we got it clocked that's kind of weird we'll keep an eye on it but with my lens and she pulls out her telescopic lens again I mean, it does look like it's um, impeding our way, so we should still be able to get to the island. Good to know. With that, the day is yours. You guys can do whatever you like. Whatever floats your boats. <laughs> when will we arrive? Tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, okay. Thanks. What up? You want to have some fun? Fun, you say? Uh, uh, feel like flying an eagle? Flying an eagle? Is this a euphemism for something? Nope. I can fly some eagles and uh, we'll have Duo drop some targets out in front of us, like mid-flight, and just practice because I'm pretty sure we're going to need some uh, aerial practice at some point down if you are sounds good all right I will summon two giant eagles one for each of us okay and uh, I will fashion uh, basic harnesses for us to kind of like saddle up for the most part um and i'll give duo just varying like uh pebbles or something something like small that i could have like in a bag on me like big enough that we can like basically skeet shoot uh and it'll be in my bag he'll throw it he'll like fly ahead of us throw it and then we'll just shoot and just do that for a little bit Okay. I'm not gonna have you guys roll roll anything for this. This is, I mean, you guys describe the scene to me as you guys are hop on harnessed onto these giant eagles that Zex has summoned. <laughs> uh, what's the, what's the current weather shooting. like? Cool and clear. Cool and no clear. winds. 
It's, it's a beautiful day out. This is probably the perfect day to do this. Okay. So how describe to me the scene. How does this go down? I want to, I want to hear the wonderful skeet shooting adventures on, on the backs of Eagles. <laughs> First off, Shanks had no fucking idea what Zex was talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> I forgot so you that see, you were like, inside and you never got to see like the Eagles being summoned. Right. So he, no, I think he saw the, he saw the Eagles. Oh, okay. Um, being some, but like from, from like the deck and whatever, but he didn't know like the terminology or like what, what you wanted to actually do. So, so when he sees you summon the Eagles, you see like this little dilemma because he's like, are we going to, are we going to shoot the Eagles? Like, is that, is that what we're <laughs> going to do? And then he sees you start to get on the Eagles and then he's like, oh, we're going to, we're going to ride the Eagles. Gotcha. <laughs> and so you see, he goes ahead and um, awkwardly does that just. He's, he's trying to get on it like a horse and then he realizes the thing has wings and yeah. it's just you know he's trying not to hurt it but then he also realizes it's a construct or some kind of shit. so, so, so essentially not... he's dex uh using some of his like climbing gear and whatever the case is uh secures uh makeshift like not saddles but like just enough that we can like kind of hook ourselves in and mm -hmm. still feel like we have range of motion that kind of thing um and uh i essentially like I, I go you could do it yourself or if you want i could do it for you whatever the case is i don't feel like you know we're gonna need the whole hour to do this if anyone else and i look to the rest of the group if anyone else wants to fly some eagles today like we have an hour to just do that i basically look i basically exact, look you get that exact response like nobody <laughs> even no acknowledges way. this I, mean, I, I, I look at argyle i look at argyle hochino and galahad in particular as like our main liners i'm like y'all down when you go to look at when you go to look at hoshino i just literally like just like no like, just, <laughs> just keep going, like. Uh, but yeah hoshino likes his life like you know yeah hoshino just shocked that the question was asked and directed <laughs> yeah, exactly. him and then ah that's <laughs> what we'll use we'll use the we have like 79 empty wine bottles so let's just fucking yeah that's shoot I, wine I bottles. Just, you saw i just updated the uh the inventory so. yep so just just for note we are over open ocean so it won't be like raining glass on people below us or something right <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do this like any other, like, oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> the shredded innocence is... <laughs> just killing sea turtles instead, that's all. Yeah, it's just fish, sea man. turtles. And... Well, it's not straws, so... Dolphins. And... Fine. <laughs> it's not straws. <laughs> fish aren't uh, alive, what are you talking about? Uh, fish are friends, not food. Tasty. <laughs> But yeah. Right, so uh, once we get it, once we get on these fucking things, and now, now, now we take flight. Mm -hmm. So we're flying on giant eagles. Yes, we are. Duo is gonna drop. So, them. so basically, there's like a, a little satchel that I have uh, on my back, and mm -hmm. it has the bottles. And Duo's just grabbing a bottle, uh, it one in each like uh, claw, and he's like flying far, and kind of just tossing. You see Shanks a little disappointed. He licks his finger. He sees that there's no wind. 
and he's just like a little disappointed that this is gonna be super easy. <laughs> I all right, so he tells Duo, make it interesting, and do I'll have Duo do like bank maneuvers and whatnot, and I'll have you can control your eagle, so you can do whatever you want to like okay. uh, make this interesting for yourself. Okay. It'll follow like basic like turn and grip and whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've commanded it. So to, it's like it's go, like go. a horse, but now in in a in a three More dimensional axis, I can go up and down. More yeah, or less. All right. I do have some land vehicle uh, proficiencies. I don't know how. I hope nope. that helps you with this. Not at all. <laughs> Two different things. Sky horse. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. You succeed. You do fine. So however however you want to make this happen, I'm leaving that part of the narrative up to you guys. I think yeah. I think Shanks is gonna try and top gun this and uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking here for it. So yeah, he just Is he Dex flew. the goose to your maverick? Exactly. <laughs> I do it. I do or the it. other way around. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Somebody's gonna die. I mean, so um, long as there's a slow beach volleyball montage later, like I'm here <laughs> for it. Otherwise this whole thing falls apart. It doesn't work. That can be arranged. Like <laughs> that can happen. Yo, Galahad, we're gonna have a beach episode, you down? Beach volleyball? <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, you're, how many sessions? And you haven't had a beach scene yet? You know, come on. Our, uh, our anime we're filler fu- episode. According, exactly. according, yeah, according to episode. every anime ever, you gotta have a beach session. You know, within well, we're, beach we're, episode we're, like, or a sports over 100 episode. episodes in, so we need that one filler episode. You know, I like it. Yeah, could it be like the bleach one? It's gonna, it's gonna be the bleach beach episode. Oh my god, no! I, I was thinking more of the black clover one. No one was. Oh shit! As, okay, was not right. as intense. You won. You won. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that all happens. Good find, Danny. Uh, I'll have duo do like varying bank maneuvers. I'm trying my best with my eagle to uh, make fast breaks. And however, uh, I say I would go for like. 10 15 minutes maybe maybe mm-hmm. more uh and then kind of just like fly next to the ship and look to see if like argyle or galahad is down for like some eagle flying today you have an eagle that can carry yeah. me yeah it's a giant eagle. It's giant oh it's a giant eagle hey let's do yeah, it. yeah, yeah all right so, so as shanks just shanks flies further and further out and he's like shooting the glass bottles from like 600 fucking feet away <laughs> And then he lands the eagle and so, so I miss you guys are just doing like shooting challenges. Yeah, yeah we're just doing I, I, I'm just because I figure at some point in the future, more like aerial battles are going to happen and we're going to need to like know how to fight in the air. If we don't, if we're not flying ourselves and if we're not on a ship, then we kind of have to have options. That's what I'm thinking. Shanks, uh, Shanks, uh, notices something with how you shoot the bow and that's a little it's a little different from how he does it so shanks yeah. has like a um he has like a reverse rip so he flips mm-hmm. over over the top and then that's how he gets the triple shot because he mm-hmm. flips it 
and lays it on so he doesn't have the uh, the archer's paradox. If you know about that. <laughs> yeah, mine. When I load, I go here, hold back, and just keep going like as a quick. Yeah, maneuver. you do the you do the extension and then come through from the, the yeah. opposite side and then have the right um, the standard shot. So yeah, you have to cross. You have to go in, slide it to the knock, flip your but, hand. But but not not necessarily flip because uh, I'll be here. The whole thing is one fluid motion, but I try to keep it everything contained in that fluid motion mm -hmm. because I'm doing it close quarters. Like I'm literally shooting someone in point my face. Blank, yeah. yeah, point blank. <laughs> so everything has to be like fluid where you are having a little bit more drawn out motion. You can have yeah, yeah. That, that, that long that long, and, like, yeah, that long ago, I got a stretch. I saw you this guy on TikTok know? that shoots these uh, like war bows. It's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you know. Pretty. You know you know you've been with a character for several years when the two archers in the group talk about their grip on their imaginary bow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funnier because me and Hutch both no, actually shoot we actually shoot. We actually shoot. <laughs> I, I I know. That's what I'm saying is it's hilarious that the two people that actually have shot a bow have both play archers and like having <laughs> theological discuss you know uh, philosophy on how to shoot how they shoot their bows uh, i was watching some hilarious stuff like with hawkeye like because it's like cg arrows the the uh, he's just he's doing the motion and then he's like going through but the arrow uh sits on the rest on the inside of the string and then he's pulling from the opposite side so like something would have had to happen for his hand to flip to the other, yeah. it goes basically through where the string is. And that's the, the archer's paradox is that it aligns on that side, but your hand is pulling from the opposite side. And so um, I noticed that they did this in Lord of, Lord of the Rings, the new one, they had him where he did the grip from the same side of the, of the uh, rest. So if the rest is here, then he's gripping on the same side and that allows for rapid fire because you're sitting it down into the knot one pull but on a long bow, you'll be pulling extended. So you'll be pushing the front and pulling the back. It's, it's, it's yeah. some cool stuff. Also, I would imagine that because I have like the versatility of my kind of bow, it doesn't matter where I put my arrow, I can shoot from yeah. either side. But either I, side, yeah. because I shoot either hand. So like if I'm going this way, I'll just, but nine times out of 10, I'm just dropping it wherever, pulling, releasing, dropping it wherever, pulling, releasing. Yeah, he's, he's watching. He's just watching it and noticing, like, why you can shoot close quarters the way you do and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting because he, he has the short bow now. So he might try some of those. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you can tell Zex is not like he shoots like two clear areas, like opposite you where you're looking to like take down long range targets i'm over here just like trying to get breathing room for me and like the people around me yeah i dig it so yeah shanks would land right in front of galahad and de harness myself and ask him if he wants to go for a ride alex you feel like flying today or are you you sticking your feet to the boat uh <clears throat> yeah it's like absolutely <laughs> So Alex, you want to fly, or are you are uh, Argyle? I'm with it. I think I've had enough uh, off the airship adventures <laughs> while it was mid-flight 
for the rest of this uh for the rest of this flight. Alright. I'll uh I'll get off and uh help Salix get in and have fun. I've at it. As the druid I am I first connect with the bird, make sure, you know, I got consent. <laughs> and yeah, I just try and be in the tune in that way. I don't really say much. I just like let the bird and I fly through, do some loop de loops, have fun. Yeah. Enjoying the wind. What's Galahad's experience? Or flying the eagles? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so he goes for uh speed on the eagle, flying high and then diving since he doesn't really get to use you know get to do that too too much um and kind of just taking it all taking it all in i'd say feel the wind in my hair but you don't so feel in your beard in the beard so what in, in the your beard, beard in the beard or feel it on my feel it on my scalp you know um and then uh does he so were you guys like tossing shit and shooting arrows at it yeah, yeah. uh duel has like uh a, a satchel of uh, the glass bottles, and he's just pulling. And I'd say we've gotten through like thirty of them or so. Um, are you guys still doing it? Oh, we're we're sitting on we're sitting uh, on the on the boat, like watching you guys now. Oh, we okay. got we, we got it. But Duo could could fly up and, and toss some bottles if you want to swipe. Yeah, yeah. Have, have them toss some bottles that are a couple feet away, and I'm gonna throw javelins at it because my jav- my javelins come back to me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, Alex, if you want, you can use Ray of Frost. <clears throat> Just tell me how it goes. You, you guys got control. Weapon? Galahad. Galahad yeah, knows a, a couple of his bot after he gets a few. A couple of his bottles start bursting before he, the javelin hits. <laughs> <laughs> And then you look down and on the deck of the ship, change his pieces out. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't know we were doing like, I didn't, I, oh, we're just doing this for flavor. We're not even, we're not rolling. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know because I know like Jess can only go so far. Yeah. No, this uh, is this is RP. This make, however you want it to go. You tell me how. Oh, okay, cool. So like, all right. So he sees you doing that and then he turns on his waist and chucks one right between your feet. And then as it hits, he he snaps and then uh, it disappears and comes back into his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Shanks turn on the dime and then he starts walking inside. <laughs> yeah. And he just starts, you know, just chucking, working, working out. And uh, is he is he imagining? I, I, I get the feeling like he's kind of longing for his wings again. No, he definitely definitely wants. Yeah, yeah, he's, you know, it's definitely you know. I'm not gonna. I'm. uh, He's not gonna let it be a crutch that he can't do anything. Hence the the fucking rigging gear we set up. Um, you know, we just need to get a couple steps in before we can just jump and fly. So, (laughs) um, yeah, no, he's just he's flying dip. He's flying doing dive bombs with the eagle and and throwing throwing his javelins at you know some of the bottles just to work work that muscle out because he doesn't really throw them too much since he uses Kana's. 
you notice another bottle pop before your javelin gets to it. But when you look on the deck, you don't you don't see anything. Yeah, he's just thinking, fucking archers. Listen, fucking archer. I don't get the appeal. I don't get the appeal. I don't. I don't get it. That's the point. I like to see the white in the eyes of the ones that I kill, but it's okay. <laughs> Okay, you can hide behind. It's it's so funny that I sit perfectly between you guys. Where I'm like, why can't you just do both? Just hide in your little hide in a room. And Tommy's like, it's okay, breath weapon. I'm gonna hit you in the bedroom with lightning. I know you got. (laughs) Just hits the entire captain's uh, chambers. That that's fantastic. Um, After he does that for a bit, he brings the eagle back. All right, so outside of your wonderful, wonderfully uh, narrated adventures in the sky, I enjoyed that very much. Round of applause. What would you guys like to do after that? About midday. If you don't want to do anything, that's totally cool. We can jump right to the next day as well. What is thing is... um... As Shanks is working on the stuff, he would be pondering the, the um, stuff about the machines specifically. Um, I don't know if I can do anything to decipher any of these clues. Um, specifically, the three are one. Um, I'm going to lay out that I'm thinking that has to do with the three planes in some kind of connection and the fact that they're being brought together. So can I just investigate for that specific validation? I'm not even going to have you roll for it. Um, the specific three, three and three are one. Thinking on this, three and three are one. You sort of look to the top line in your head bisected low and high I will be acting as your sort of inner voice here and you can feel free to answer me because I'm going to ask you some questions and where that's how you're going to figure this mm-hmm. thing that you're looking for out you think in your head how many floors were in the buildings uh, six six floors right Bisected high and low. Gotcha. Three and three, and three are, are one. one machine. Gotcha. One is four is twelve. So this is a breakdown of the three halves, the, the three levels that separate the low and high of each machine one machine four of them on each plane 12 all together mm-hmm. okay. makes sense low are unique anchors for three knowing what you know about the three separate floors on the bottom so low are unique anchors for three. 
three's significant somehow. Anchors more than likely is two. Could be what the what are what are things that you're seeing in groups of three that are revolve around the machine? We're I forget if the Judge Jerry Executioner. The what? Judge Jerry Executioner. <laughs> well, that just happens to that. That's yeah, more no, constable no. than the machines. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. constable. So, um, were the crystals, the crystals in the room, uh, grouped in any particular way? There were three crystals that were found. There were three different types of three, three, three colored crystals. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, our unique anchors for three. So the three colored crystals. I forget. Um, refresh me if uh if you can the when we spoke to the uh the the guy who's doing galahad's armor Mm -hmm. he mentioned that the crystals each represent a different type of magic or Mm -hmm. absolutely remember absolutely correctly yep you okay yep so he also mentioned something about those crystals as well besides that that they're unique to sloan and Shit. No, they're unique to Sloan. They're naturally occurring. They're naturally occurring. Okay. So there is a room that has three crystals. And I will say you'll remember at least the colors. I'll have you do a history check. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. The three colors that you saw in the... Because I'm pretty sure you and Glad at one point went in and checked out the rooms on the, at least the bottom three floors. You saw the crystal room and yeah. you saw the machine. Uh, you remember that there were the three colors and you saw the same three colors at the Enchanter's place. One of, you know, three out of the 10 or 11 different colors that were there. You don't remember off the top of your head which which colors they were and which ones, which schools of magic they represent, but you can see that connection. Now, Granzia. <laughs> you know that Granzia is fairly well known. At least legend-wise, I will say you know this just from having grown up in Granzia. Anyone who knows anything about Marcus Granz, like basically the founder and the creator of Granzia, was uh, famously or infamously, depending on who you talk to, known for having different portals set up throughout Granzia. And from what little you know, the plane of evil from what very little that you saw, and some confirmation from Argyle, that they are a bit more mechanical in nature. Similar to what we may have seen on the third floor, 
was it, with the mechanisms? Yes, that sounds about right. Okay. And you could potentially rightly assume that the doors to other worlds and other places on the first floor could be associated with Granzia. There are soft spots all over that place. Granted, there are soft spots here from what you've been told, but that's it's known for it in Granzia. High hangs in balance with the law. You guys, that one's pretty straightforward for you. That's the all the Azamar connection with the constable. Mm -hmm. To unmoor one is to. to disrupt 12. That could mean a lot of things. Right. What are the top ones in your head? The top ones is that disrupting the anchors can take down a machine. And if you're able to do that for one, the other 12 are affected by that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because one is four is twelve, so they seem to all be connected in that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the question reasonable. still remains: how to disrupt the anchors? How to unmoor them? Mm-hmm. And more importantly, where are the anchors? It says low are unique anchors for three. So, what if uh, the lower again, areas hmm? three comes there's that number again three. Yeah, so the crystals from Sloan, the mechanisms from Granzia, mechanisms from mechanisms from Iwi, the soft spots are from Granzia, the uh. The portals, the the. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Right. So one is Granzia, first floor of the lower part. That's Granzia. Then mm-hmm. you have floor two, which is the crystals. That's Sloan, and then mm-hmm. floor three, which is the mechanisms. That's Ewe. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. To unmoor one is to disrupt 12. Low are unique anchors for three. To disconnect one plane from the machine? I'm grasping at straws here. It's a possibility. Make sense in your head. Again, and I'm more acting like you're the second yeah, voice yeah, that just, you're just, like. Just inner, yeah. Taking the things no, that, that you that see, like your your subconscious, to just be like, "Hey, this is weird. What what, what would that yeah. mean? What are the things that mean? You know, X, Y, and Z." While you work on that. Smash cut over to anybody else who has something specifically that they'd like to do on the last day here. 
It's meditating for Salix. I assume Galahad's doing some rope pulls and mm-hmm. and and reading. That's it. And reading, studying that draconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're closer to the islands now, right? You're yeah. You're less than a day there at this point. Are we still getting that uh, sun flare, the lens flare? Can we still see it, or is it getting more intense? Is it like lessening? What's happening? It's still there. I mean, it has moved, but the sun has moved in the sky as well. So, at this point in the day, I would say you've seen it move from like the mid sort of side area, like here. It's sort of over the top, across the top of something. It looks like it's moving. The glare right. is moving. So I surmise that there's some sort of field, like that's the field that they were talking about. It a literal sense. like force field. And um, at some point, I guess I'll let the party know that we should see if we can penetrate it before we get there. Either with like an arrow or something. Because that might be a whole other problem. That we might not even be able to get in. Works for me. You relay that to the team. An astute observation. All right. Um, what time of day is it? You said it's starting to get towards night. Uh, it's like afternoon at this point. Throughout, it, it, it can be whenever you want to have this happen. It happens. I'm, I'm not worried about time specifically in a linear sense. Uh, I think Zex is going to go for another fly, but he just wants to go with duo. And uh, 100% do that he'll uh he'll use that time to like kind of just think and talk and like enjoy himself um as best as he can kind of see what's on duo's mind um kind of get to see things from his perspective that kind of thing all right While you're out there doing that, we'll smash cut back to Shanks parsing out the legend lore. If there's anything else you want to continue on. The last thing he, he comes to mm-hmm. is unmoor means that there's a permanent structure that the machines are secured to through their anchors. Makes sense. And if and if that permanent structure is destroyed, then it would untether the machines. Makes sense. All right, I'll take that as the processing for this round. And he'd probably go out to see if um if the crew is out on the rig. Oh, there's some crew members. They're they're all doing their normal thing. You guys are just passengers at this point, so 
You see the the crew members of the the swift hummingbird. Do I notice um Salix looking at the uh what is it? Describe it again. Like the glare, almost like a lens flare almost. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you would you would see Salix out there. What do you think it is? I think that's the literal field that they said came to their land. It might be a magic bubble, something that's isolating them specifically to whatever the machines or the planes are doing. I don't know if we can get through it. How far out is it, Tommy? Half a day. You're closer than you were at the beginning of the day, so you can see more. I would say probably close enough to see that it's not covering like the entirety of the island. But it's covering a good chunk of the main island. Does it from this distance does it look to be um like affecting its scene point like where where it hits the water or land or something like that does there seem to be some kind of effect uh it is not currently hitting the water from its position at least from what you can tell it's uh looks like it's close to the edge on uh, looks like it's somewhere in the middle of the uh, area of the large island and is somewhat close to uh, the edge on at least the coast that's closest to you, the western coast of it um, but it doesn't look like it's hitting there and it's pretty dense vegetation uh, throughout the middle of the the island you can see like sort of marshlands and some swamps on the uh the edges of the island and uh it looks like it just sort of fades right into the ground from again from where you're seeing it a mile up so like as good as you can from that from that distance but no noticeable disturbance or effects happening to the the water or the land at the point where it connects or touches. That's noticeable. That's noticeable? No. It seems to be slightly opaque. Like, you can't really see into it totally. You can see that there's stuff in there, but you can't. It's not like clear glass. For those that have, like, dealt with the machines, have y'all seen anything like this before when it comes to the machines? I don't think so. I'm saying, like, could there be a machine causing this or one of the crystals? There's usually some kind of magical disturbances around where the machines are connected or located, but... So there might be a machine there. Yeah, nothing like a opaque, you know, gleaming shield or anything like that surrounding it. Not that, not that I can remember. 
did this already happen when Quan went back or when Quan returned, did it happen? Like when he arrived there, was the field already there or once he arrived, did the... You got, you got uh, I believe the first or second day, you got a, uh, a sending message sent to Galahad from Quan saying something was weird. You sent a reply, but you haven't heard back. I know we're uh, closer. Do, uh, do we want to have Glad call or someone have sending to try Quan again? That's up to you guys. I'm sure Glad would yeah, be I'm, cool I'm with that. Yeah, we can, we can call him again. See if we can get something. We're a little, I, you know, I know vicinity is not that big of a deal with sending, but you know, maybe mm-hmm. we're getting a better signal, less interference. Um, yeah, sure. Does anyone want to send a message? Or you guys want me to do it? We're good. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, tell Glad what to say, and yeah, she will send the message. What are we, a few hours out? Uh, you're like, uh, maybe you day. still have the night to go. You're you're going to get tomorrow morning when you guys wake up, you will be at okay. the island. Okay. Um, I want to ask, um, like, did they did they enter through the portal? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any updates? Okay. Um, it's essentially... We will be there in the morning. Uh, we we see we see we see the we now all see mm-hmm. the shimmering shield or force field, right? Yep. We see the the uh, the essentially the 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 I guess the dome. It looks like a dome, a dome of light. Yeah. Uh, we see the dome covering. Uh, I don't know if this is. I don't even know how many words I'm at now. Um, I'm okay. Can we can we get through? How are you? <clears throat> you don't get a reply immediately back. So uh, it seemed to have took a little while to reply the first time. So. I, I doubt Galahad is waiting for an immediate response. It's been sort of iffy. Yeah. So send that out into the into the void, as it were. And uh, what would everybody else like to do as you're waiting for a response? Tommy, could I throw eye of detail to see if it's expanding? From here, uh, I would say if you wanted to, you could at the very least ascertain that if this thing popped up out of nowhere uh, over the course of time that Quan was gone from his people, then it almost assuredly is expanding. You just don't know the rate that it is expanding. So then 
shit like that that big from what you can see shit that big doesn't just appear like doesn't just it like it didn't just show up yesterday that would it would have had to expand from a, a point more than likely at the center of the dome from from that can i ascertain that this possibly could be what a uh, merging point or collision point looks like for a machine. That, that taking everything you know so far and what you sort of parsed out earlier, that makes a fuckload of sense. I would, I would share that with Alex. Um, is anybody else on deck? Uh, I would uh, relate to both of them what I feel I figured out from the lore um, uh, the high and low being the two equal parts three and three is one being the three levels on top on the bottom uh, being one machine one is four is twelve one machine four on each plane twelve in total low and unique anchors for three each of the floors being directly related to one of the three planes. Um, and potentially there are also being three colors of the different crystals linking that, the portals from Granzia, the EV uh, mechanisms, the high hangs in uh, imbalance with law being the, the Azamar and the constable um, and to unmoor one to disrupt the 12 means in in mooring that there is a permanent structure that attaches a vessel and that a permanent structure would mean that the machines are secured through those anchors and if we are able to find and destroy one of these permanent structures we tension we potentially could disrupt all 12 of the machines but to destroy them and i'll just add this may require may be a component that requires the boom maybe um and then also the uh i would say that's a probably safe bet yep and that this uh cloud of dome or whatever the case is could be a potential collision point that as the machines bring the planes together the disruptions that happen, I think, are probably part of the, the, you know, I, I don't know how else to describe it except the, the smashing that's happening. It's a lot of smashing going on. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna cross that bridge eventually, so. Whatever theories we have about it, those seem very sound. We won't know until we know. My whole thing is that once we cross this barrier, it may be a point of no return. We just spent eight days in the air. Know where we're going. I just want to put it out there. 
Yes, right. Yeah. Listen. Uh, yeah. You you've got you got the point of yes, we're you know, crossing that bridge and point of no return, but I think we've been long past the point of no return at this point. So point taken. my brain hurts um <laughs> i'll go ahead and head back to the shop you know where i'll be mm-hmm. i'll say later on the evening or all of you have uh, retired uh galahad you get a response in your head it says Land in Fuis. Oh. Things are working strangely. Tried to oh. contact earlier. Arcane surges everywhere. Oh. Aberrations, monstrosities, and other creatures oh. roam the field. Tower is there. Cool. Uh at the mention of all those monsters, there's a slight smirk on Galahad. Uh, is it late, late, or it's fairly oh, early? It's it's in the evening. It's definitely dark out. You've already all eaten, but I don't I think it's late uh, enough for everyone to be sleeping. Uh, he uh, Galahad will head over to the captain's quarters uh, and just essentially let mm-hmm. her know where to land. Okay, Boas. All right. Well, I'll let Trina know to head towards the the laughing bug. Yes, and uh, our contact says there's lots of monsters and aberrations, and I know we were discussing this idea of uh, staying around or anything, but I wouldn't stay too close. She looks at you strangely. Oh, the other job, Stay, whatever, whatever. The, yeah, the job we had. Staying uh, around, uh, you got that circle thing on the deck. You guys can oh yes teleport yes. in from anywhere, right? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, that was the whole thing we talked about. Okay, no, mm-hmm. yeah, I, she looks. She's like, I was starting to wonder if I had made that up when you looked uh, at me like that. No, 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 no. It's one of those days. <laughs> no, no, I totally get it. It's totally fine. Where did they? Where did they say the land tone? Tommy. Fua, right? Fua. Uh, Fois. 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 Yep. So he does that, and then uh, if everyone's sleeping or something, then everyone should be awake. Okay. Uh, I just had to the. I let the party know what we heard. What I heard. So we're all aware. There's nothing else. We will move on the following day. Uh, I will do a quick prayer to Muhammad, essentially saying uh, any surprises for us at this island. I can roll a religion check. You don't even need to. Okay. Uh, You get a you hear a chuckle. 
like a happy like <laughs> like not not devious but like yeah of course there's gonna be fucking surprises like he knows what you're going in through and you know who you have with you so I'm sure that yeah this one's been sort of keeping uh, keeping everyone apprised of what's happening thus far so he's yeah you, you get the sense of like yeah there's definitely gonna be some surprises on these yeah. islands he nods of course head. there is <laughs> of course of course you know it's almost it's almost like you think of like well i mean we got attacked by a fucking dragon on the way here yeah there's probably gonna be some shit cool uh he looks over to um we're in the rooms now right you guys are wherever you would like to be if you want to be uh, in the room you can be yeah if we're gonna end the night um he yeah. looks over to halal just in her pixie dragon form um excited for tomorrow more than you know <laughs> i want to see this shit best <clears throat> All right, well, we will see. We shall. And uh, he goes to sleep. All right. Anybody else? All right. That works for me. Like, we need to finally get here. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's what I was like. All right. I understand, but I'm giving you guys time to actually like work some shit out. So, no, 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 that's you know, this is if I had the space for it, I just realized I can summon eight wolves, (laughs) and I I almost did it just to have a a pack of just like wolves around me while I go to sleep. Fucking Doctor Doolittle over here. Listen, I I just realized how powerful Cadre Animals is, and I was just like, oh, ridiculous. That's all I (laughs) myself I hear about it is how broken it is. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah. I literally just added a bunch of stuff to my extra, so I have those stat blocks ready, so I don't have mm-hmm. to look for... It's, it's only broken if you use it in a way that still technically is yeah, against the go, rules, but is not, was not in the spirit or in intention of what that spell was supposed to be. Right. That, like, that cow like, well, 60 I mean, feet in the air shit is the cow bullshit. Feet, that's <laughs> bullshit. But, I mean... I mean, it makes sense. You drop fucking ten cows on somebody, they're gonna get hurt. Buried <laughs> fucking cows. All right. I mean, if you want to, you can summon eight wolves and fall asleep in a dog pile. If that's really what you're looking for. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you. I don't know if the room has space for it, but if you're telling me yes, then I'm going <laughs> for it. And you get the spell charge back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get it back. Every night you get your husky, you get your husky blanket. Let's do it. I'm here for it. <laughs> husky blanket. If anyone passes my room for like an hour, you just hear a lot of heavy breathing <laughs> in various places. You hear a bunch of wolves going, or whatever. The- smell like that's a better question. Jesus. Why is it so dis- smell such just so disgusting right now? By Bahamut. Yeah, by Bahamut. Listen, by Bahamut, in, in battle, in battle, they have pack tactics. 
So yeah, eight, no. eight wolves just being like, "What's up, motherfucker?" <laughs> they don't have a, they don't have a high AC until, or high until, health until, point, they, until they get slapped with some AOE bullshit and then they'll of go. Of course. Away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the evening, Good day here. Everyone rests easy. You wake up as the ship is descending over a large island with four smaller ones sort of scattered to its east uh, around the edges of the island that you are currently descending towards are large expansive marshes that lead into a very tropical rainforest sort of setting in the center of the aisle with a small ridge of mountains going up the center of it smaller islands some full fully engulfed in uh forest others following suit of the larger island and others still sort of being almost completely martian mountain uh, you come along to a small outside area uh, seems like this is a spot where as you've been told by Cordell and some of the other ships that you had talked to in Amora that there are airships that make their way to uh, the aisle so it seems like a, a landing pad that you are heading towards uh, see a fairly large it's not uh, to the size of say uh, in Venice or Nymora uh, smaller but uh, still very well very well planned out it sort of sits uh, slightly raised over the marshlands uh, a walled city you see a lot of uh, Gripley and Grung uh, sort of populating the majority of the area. You do see other people, other peoples as well, but like the vast majority are frog people um, that live out there. Uh, don't have any like huge buildings, like height-wise, but uh, fairly expansive city for an area this size. Uh, eventually coming down. And landing, uh, you, I would assume, bid the crew of the swift hummingbird, uh, you know, see you soon. Hopefully not in a bad way. Um, but uh, they all... Coming in hot! Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Cordell makes sure that Galahad remembers that the clock starts now uh, on their... You said what sixty a day? Uh, it was, uh, I believe, it was what it cost per uh, room uh, for one of you to. It was like fifteen gold or twenty gold oh, a okay. day. Right, twenty gold a day. Whatever, whatever she charged you for room per day is what she's going to charge you to have that thing on her ship. Okay. I think it's somewhere. It was the cheaper among everybody. So. <clears throat> okay. 
cool, cool. We'll work. We'll mm-hmm. work it out when we. Yeah, when when you come back to take it off, you can work it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say goodbye, and a uh, as you are gathering all of your things as they are beginning to lift back off, there is a very familiar blue and black and orange uh, druid walking your way with their staff and uh, his little uh, thatched crown. Good. You made it. Yes. Sorry, it took a little longer than expected, but had a minor battle with a dragon on the way. Very surprised look from Quan. Oh. I, I pull out the skull from the bag of holding. <laughs> it's as big as Quan. <laughs> <laughs> this is an adult dragon. Right. This is its head. It, this is a thing is as big or bigger than Quan. Like a small child. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the size of like if you were to stand it next to Shanks from his from uh, from its nose to the base of its skull would be roughly about six feet height. Yep. It's a, it's it's. You can make it. a whole suit of armor from that shit if you want to. <laughs> you mean it's like I just want a helmet. I'm gonna wear it like a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yep. It's gonna be like Ash Ketchum. So, so turn the turn the hat. Turn the hat backwards. Berserk, that's essentially what I want. Armor. That's essentially what I want is the berserk armor where it comes over. I mean, that's what the flare. That's what the flavor is going to be once he gets his or his uh, capstone. Mm-hmm. Is that all this radiant energy is going to go over him and make this thing? But I figured now I have the now I can ask I can ash catch him it and just pull it up and just <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh man. Yep. Next. Gonna be the very best, like no one ever. Exactly. I get hit really big. I'm like, oh word. Okay, it's time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's just looking at you like, holy shit. <laughs> it, was, it was quite eventful. Oh. And then he puts the skull back. Yes. Uh, come with me. Come. Uh, come with me. Ah. He leads you. Uh, in towards the city of uh, Foest and uh, eventually uh, brings you to a small tavern. It's it's not really anything spectacular. Uh, Definitely made for smaller people, so you definitely have to crouch uh, inside Galahad. Most everybody else, you're pretty damn close to the ceiling. Galahad has to physically bend over. Uh, He's like, it's just like, Sorry. I mean, are we, uh, or at least any of the arcane people, feeling their magic, like, feel a little weird while they're here? Feeling magic tingles? Yeah. Like, does anything feel off for them? I don't know. I don't know if the same would apply for, like, the uh, more religious or the more, like, nature based. Unless it's, like, all magic is just, like, See you later. Uh, which which I kind of imagine, but like, from where you guys are right now, no. Okay. Arcane, uh, divine, natural, or otherwise. 
doesn't seem to be loopy here currently, but Quan sort of looks at you and gives you quite a change from last I was here. Oh. Uh, it sort of just you guys are inside but points towards the center of the island and goes that was not there My, uh, pointing to the tower or uh, to the the dome. big dome oh the dome okay yeah and it was it was not there it is I tried to go home but I, I couldn't get there. So the- I could, but it was very dangerous. That whole whole island is covered by that that shield. I, I wouldn't call it a shield. It's not not necessarily a shield. It is Disruption point. permeable. It's different inside. Hmm. And that's where all the monsters and aberrations and they all live in there. Nothing on these exterior islands. For now, but it has gotten bigger since I've gotten here. It's been the rate of change. It, each each day does it grow. I haven't stared at it and watched it constantly, but every day or two it grows. Little by little. I say little, but little in comparison to the entire island. It overtook my home. Uh, Right around the time I returned. Shanks would kind of look at uh, is it like a circumference? It's it's round going surrounding the island? Like is it a smooth line? Is it rigid or bumpy or anything? Oh it's definitely, it, it is not smooth. When you guys were coming in you could see that it wasn't like a perfect dome. It was definitely mm-hmm. more organic and it was the closer that you've gotten to it, especially when you woke up, I gave the whole thing of you guys getting off the ship, but you guys would have seen it coming down. And it sort of has like a more nebulous sort of look to I it. I guess it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like jelly moving around. Yes. I mean, the best way I can describe it, you, uh, wow, what the f- fuck is it called? I was literally talking about it earlier today. Uh, Annihilation. Yeah. Oh. The movie Annihilation. Oh yeah, that's what you did the gif image for. Mm-hmm. 
It has that look to it. Do the Shanks get a sense that there is potentially a center? More than likely. As I said, we can go into it, but I don't know how much I would like to. It looks at you all very candidly and gives like a sheepish grin. Has, uh, has anyone gone into it and returned? He gets sort of like a sorrowful look. Uh, some not as strong as others have ventured in and they have come back but uh, we'll just say they came back worse for wear they are not anything like you and sort of gestures to the groove and I feel like I could withstand it for some time but it changes you inside why what could be causing this this is magic and power like I've never seen you're theorizing it as something greater than the plane of Sloan itself He gives you the, like, wide eye, like, re- the the uh, the Kobe, uh, glasses down, like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, we're not all from, we're not all from Sloan. We all come from different planes. Some of us are, but uh, mind blown. <laughs> But uh, we we believe that the glasmid owls are the, are are a beacon of some kind for one of these greater threats. Unfortunately, our connection is not a coincidence. Mm. I was hoping it wouldn't be something like that. It's what the Arbiter suggested. Mm. Tommy, uh, really quick out of game. Mm-hmm. The marshlands are the lighter green parts. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the inner part would be forest and then mountain. Yep. Yep. And for the marshland, we're thinking like uh, Avatar, like the swampland kind of areas, more or less. Mm. The outer edges, I would say, are more like actual like bogs and marshes. So if you've ever been up to like, the only reference I really have is uh, there are like salt marshes out on the seacoast of New England. Mm. And it's just like, fields of 
peat and moss and, and bogs and, and whatnot. And then the further in you go, the more vegetative it becomes. So it gets closer to like, you know, like uh, Avatar, the last airbender swamp people eventually getting into like bayous of like the closer in towards the more forest areas becomes more like bayous of like the south southeastern and like gulf of mexico like louisiana mississippi like those areas and then it gets more into like denser jungle that's still pretty wet in like the center with the mountains so it's like a progression sort of going in because of where it's situated and how it's sort of laid out uh, also I have a rowboat but I don't think it has any like stats for it I don't know how many people or things can fit like or weight wise on it it doesn't really say it just says the weight is 100 but it doesn't really give a like capacity or anything else so I just want to say you could probably fit maybe three or four of the regular sized people in the boat I think maybe you and one other person in Galahad could fit could get in the boat without a capsizing Okay, just wanted to be sure. Cool. Yeah, it's like a straight up like rowboat, I believe. If that's from the uh, uh, robe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Do you know what is this thing? You you talk about other planes, other places besides Sloan which I know exist but sort of looks at all of you and goes understanding that it can happen and having proof of it is two different things that makes sense yes regardless do you know it does it have something to do with the steel tower that we found at the center of the island. Yes. Here's up on that. This is what I told you at the Arbiters. This was the deal that we made. Yes. Yes. I would go and help you. And he looks at Chanks and is like, I specifically remember that you were there. Did you get hit in the head? And he gives you a little smirk. Yes, no, that's that's uh that's definitely why we are here to hold up our end. Um, it just seems uh, we weren't expecting this per se. This uh, he gives you a look <laughs> like neither will the fuck will die. <laughs> so, um, you so, mean same? Yeah, you, me, same. <laughs> we uh, will unfortunately be crossing over. Um, but we're hoping if you if you don't think it's worth our time to speak to those that have returned um, just to get a bit of insight what we're walking into I I have talked to a few I had some time to kill uh They came back changed, but in a physical 
sense and not in a good way. Like, uh, de- deformed or they're not even... Deformed is a gentle way of putting it. Extra limbs. One returned with their veins on the outside of their body. Mm. I was told stories of strange plants that had grown closer to this tower in the uh, the forests and the mountains with bulbs of pollen spores that would fill and burst. They said to avoid those. I think that sounds like a good idea. That sounds about right. Animals that had merged with others in unnatural ways that would be the best way to describe it. Generally not appealing. Hmm. Do their afflictions seem reversible by any arcane or divine means? I mean, I'm sure that it is reversible with a sufficient amount, but no one here has those capabilities. This is like resurrecting someone. It is uh, the highest level of magic you could attain. At least as far as I know. I understand. But again, I would like to reiterate that these were just people. Those that didn't know what they were walking into. Those that would not have survived what we survived in in Venice. It's going to suck, and I apologize. In Venice sucked. But I did go to prison for you, so I think you at least owe me a little bit. No. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this to be a vacation. He smirks again, sheepishly, like, I don't want to pull that card, but like... No, 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 we're, we're here. We're here. We're committed. We had, we, we had no intention of turning away. It's just, uh, we've, well... Didn't think so. We've always... We've realized that we should have more information before rushing in. We've learned that the hard way. Yes. That is all the information that I could gather. Which is more information... So we're grateful to it. Do you have any more information on this structure 
smooth metal is tall seems when I last saw it when I was here before I went and met you all seemed to be one piece of metal there were no seams from what I could see has anyone tried to approach it I'm sure that there were before me and potentially after me but again most of those that were in that area are not among the living or at least have not returned or so it is it's simply guarded by the creatures there were no guards before any of this field appeared grew and to be fair you there were no guards for any of the other machines that you guys have found as well just out of game you would you would remember that there were there were any guards for Grand City and the places that you ended up jumping to there was nobody there buy you all a drink I won't say no to that I'll get, a, I'll get a big size for you and he sort of pats Galahad on the the leg <laughs> thank you say about 10-15 minutes after that him and another person comes back with uh, mugs of ale for everybody yours is a solid like two or three times the size of everybody else's <laughs> it's not even really a mug it's like a Small barrel, like a, big, a big pitcher, and it's just like a carafe. Yeah, <laughs> I got you a pitcher. Everyone else has a regular ale mug. Thank you. I let Quan know that I appreciate it, but does he have a local tea instead that I can drink? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm pushes the beer over to Galahad. That's good. I was I was I was actually like, I'll take that. <laughs> add, add to your to your collection. And yes, I will I will get you some tea. Thanks goes make that too and slides his beer also over to Galahad. It's a good day. Uh, I'll grab that extra <laughs> that's far. And uh, then he takes it and gives it to Zex. Uh Tommy other than Quan's uh, general uh, nerves and hesitancy, like the, the general atmosphere that uh, he's giving off, uh, what are the vibes of everyone else there? Like, how has everybody been like reacting to uh, like the situation they're in, to us coming? Like, what was the, the vibes on it? It's quiet. Like, there are people in the tavern, but it's not like a loud raucous feel it's does it, does it feel somber or just quiet yeah, somber was the word i was going to use they're all aware of what's happening it's hard to fucking miss yeah they're worried about it eventually enveloping the whole island and the other smaller islands you 
probably could gather. I'm sure you would too if you were in their shoes. Do we have a um, a sense of when this started? Like, if it was months ago, if it was like weeks ago. What do you mean? Uh, since uh, the um... object arise. Yeah, essentially. When the, 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 when the when field the, when the field arrived, when the tower, you know, when things started getting funky. Let's see. You had a week there, four days there. Because I think we've been here for like four weeks, maybe at most. But when by the time we got to the arbiter. I think it's been a week that we were in uh, Sloan and she already brought it to our attention that uh, this was there. So I don't know how much time before that this has been there, just kind of festering. Oh, I no. guess. You guys got into Sloan, spent a week getting to the Grand Temple, mm. getting transported via plants over to Nymora, spent like two or three days there. So there's ten, there's 11 days, eight days down to the heartwood, 19. Then you get transported via plants to in Venice that night. And that's where you met Quan. So roughly about two and a half weeks in. And then you spend about a week, week and a half there and in Venice. So it's been close to a month that you've been in Sloan. And then back and then over again to Nymora for what like three days I think Just you guys did about three days and then eight there to Glasmeda so you're looking at like month and a half five-ish weeks five-ish almost six weeks that you've been in Sloan and he was obviously there at the point where you guys met Amina so at least three weeks to a month this has probably been going on but you know that when they came that they were just talking about strange you know like magic not working the same way and mm -hmm. strange beasts but not like this level of shit and he's already said that like this wasn't the way it was when I left right so you could gather roughly timeline wise it's been a little less than a month maybe mm. since they've known about the tower and they got back a week and a half yeah. ago, and it was already there. So, yeah, I'm trying to use what was uh, Shank said about like time, time wise, like if it's accelerating at a certain thing. Because if we know like it wasn't there at this time, and then it's here now, and then now we have this, like, uh, based on what we saw in Granzia or based on what we saw anywhere else, like, could we determine like? Oh shit! This is just accelerating out of control. Yes. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, I think I think so. Did, did um, any of the did any of your um, guilds members that were going out and searching for things ever mention any symptoms or effects like what Quan is talking about? No. Not that no, I'm aware they of. They said not to. They said to stay away from the fucking fields, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They just they just go. Nah, don't do it. You know. Um, 
but they just mentioned like strange creatures and so that kind of uh, stuff, they didn't mention anything to, to that so extent so well cole essentially said if you go to other fields beware of aberrations things are not uh fine or something oh things are not right um and then yeah that's that's all i got strange happenings at those locations uh that i gave argo uh crazy things are happening here is this what you were talking about A similar disturbance here will keep you posted yeah but not like not like a not like oh shit i have four arms now and i should only have two and my veins are on the outside now um yeah that's (laughs) fucked tommy by the way that was (laughs) i know i enjoyed your reaction thoroughly like when i said the (laughs) the veins on the outside just like nope nope and and creatures melded together in unnatural ways i can say yep um Leaning yeah, into so, the body horror for this one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, gods of Appalachia. As it going into a fucking bayou. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's no. giving Princess Mononoke. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I'm definitely oh. going old gods of Appalachia more with beginnings. With blood yeah, and booze. No, the vibes that I give. Yesterday's sure tell, entire tell fucking fucking I'm just session was the feed was i don't nope. know what the fuck is going on but yesterday's <laughs> entire fucking session was a no from me dog mm. no <laughs> ended on a great cliffhanger too we won't get to play again until january it's gonna be fun i honestly thought i left like threads on a cliffhanger tommy was like nah i got you fam this is how you do it <laughs> hold my beer <laughs> hold my beer I was over here getting rid of familiars. Tommy's like, nah, let's uh, let's fuck y'all up, fam. Let's do it. You guys start seeing marks all over your body, but you don't know where the fuck they came from. Literally, I put, hello, my name is, and then someone filled out Val. And I was like, okay, they're answering mine. What's your name? They put run. And I was like, yeah, I'm good, <laughs> dog. Like, I'm good. Like, Valen doesn't Trying scare. Trying to talk to the ghosts. <laughs> The drunk monk doesn't scare easy, but he knows when to like, you know what? This ain't Ursus for me. Had a game. <laughs> Ursus had a tic-tac-toe game going on his hand. Ursus yeah. had a tic-tac-toe game that he started and didn't even get to finish. Because two other people started playing. <laughs> Bro. Stupid ass ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't um, it wasn't even ghosts. We have fucking because uh we never got undead pigs. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. You guys don't even know. It's great. It's worse that like I don't have fears of these things. It's just I feel unnerved. Like it just doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. sit right. I'm not no, scared. It's, it's just better. like mm. it's way better. Yeah, it, yeah, it feels so gross. Better. Don't 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 like it. Don't touch me with that. Please. <laughs> scared, and then there's like 
just the heebie-jeebies like mm. no nope i'm all set with mm. that shit like i don't know you could just be your mind playing tricks on you but like even then what the fuck man it's uncomfortable <laughs> like wet socks Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, you would you would know roughly timeline-wise. It's probably been a a month since they've found the tower. He would explain that to you, give you like the rundown. It's been about a month since you've they found the tower, but it definitely was not like this. It was very very reminiscent of what you guys walked into when you first found the machines. Mm-hmm. Which is why it was like an immediate like, oh, I know exactly what that is. So you still think that that's it. But now the realization is coming over all of you that probably all of the machines are doing this right now. Yeah, I had that sneaky suspicion. Which means Grand City. Mm -hmm. uh, which means the Forest Bastion. Mm-hmm. Which means Dragonborn Valley. Mm -hmm. That's why we got to mess one up. Mm -hmm. And all of the other ones <laughs> across the other plains. I guess we're. Uh, you know, there's uh, one up in Briancrest, one down in Midmount. I'm not getting that boon. Doesn't seem like we're doing that right now. So, uh. <laughs> Might as well fuck some shit up, you know? We boonless. Let, let, let's do what we do best and, you know, cause some collateral damage. Can I banish items? I think I it's know. creatures. I think it's only creatures. Or if it's an item, it's only something. It's like a specific. It's definitely not an entire building. That would that be fucking wild. That's so I'm like, I just like, dude, we don't need this here right now. <laughs> to be to be fair, Salix has fair. their boon. Or Salix doesn't have their boon, but Salix has some some a boost to their powers the from yeah. the daughter. It's like a half boon. It's like a pre-boon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. Why would you do that? <gasps> and to be fair, if you felt that you to, like you do know that Quan has the ability to do transport via plants and if you felt that you couldn't do anything to affect the machine Quan would understand if you needed to go somewhere to get the thing to stop this from happening mm. and he would probably be able to transport you like quick travel wise there if need be good to know we're not 100% sure we need the boon yet, right? You're not 100% sure, no. If you want to be 100% sure, you'd have to go and check everything out and figure out how you would do the thing that you need to try and fuck with it. Which is altogether a possibility you could do it without the boon, but you'd have to figure out what exactly you're trying to do. And if you are, in fact, at one of the anchor points. Hmm. It just got there. It'd be a sucky. <laughs> I'm not saying leave right now. Yeah. But I'm saying if you don't, 
if you bring i would say that you would probably bring up these concerns about like well we're supposed to also get this boon shit and x y and z and you know i'm sure i can tell you right now kwan would be like well let's check it out mm. but if you need to go and get that thing that's gonna make it easier for you to do the thing that you need to stop this from happening say the word i'll send you there But I think he's more worried about like, like, what, let's see if we can do something about this now. Uh, also question, for the sake of travel time, is it safe to assume that this island that we're on currently about the size of Puerto Rico? I'll say sure, I've never been to Puerto Rico, but I will take your word for that. <laughs> Essentially, you can travel from like you're end speaking to, to the end. one white guy that I, I know is this in this friend group. Like, <laughs> well, you can travel end to end in a day, in a single day. Mm. Well, end to end, end to end on a road, on a right, yeah, on be, a be, single be a road, car. Car. On a, in a car. Yeah, right. Not through bog and, uh, and rainforest and terrain of mountain and through the through I the bayou say, of louisiana and the amazon rainforests right <laughs> with that as a crow flies you could <laughs> you could fly across the uh like if you sent duo out from one end and had him fly down to the southern point like the opposite end of the island long ways the longest directions you could go mm. it would take him roughly about a day so yes as 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 a bird flies yes about a day if you were to traverse it doing that kind of speed and not having all of the natural obstacles that are in the way if you're on the ground okay i'm just trying to logistically because we don't have our horses currently so i'm uh thinking one i might have to conjure animals for that and then two uh, how much of this terrain isn't even going to be traversable by horses, so we might have to try something else. Question, what is the, the travel via plants? How does that work? That's when they open the tree and we walk through it. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. But they have to be familiar with the next tree that they're going to. Mm. But I will say part of me doesn't want to risk it because if we're like the closer we try to get to wherever this source is, it's going to get wonky. So if we're trying to yeah, transport would, there, he would 100% tell you the closer you get to the field, the weirder shit gets and the less reliable your magic becomes. So like you can cast spells, but there's a chance that it might not work the same way that it normally works. Well, what about a, what about a spell? Mm-hmm. 100% wild magic table. I would ask okay. him, what about a spell that was casted before they got there? Does the same rule apply? So like, let's say you had a, a spell that you casted like an hour out of like the fields or as you got closer, maybe even longer than that. Would that have the same effect as something you're trying to cast as you got there? It would depend on the spell. What kind of spell are we talking about? Um, like, give me an example. So, for instance, if I cast, uh, it's an hour long spell that I have. Or if I, let's say I cast Hunter's Mark at third, I can hold that for 
uh, eight hours. Okay. So if I'm holding that for eight hours, would that, uh, as I got closer, start to get a little wonky where my hunter's mark almost looks like feels like it's bouncing between targets as opposed to sticking to one target? If you if you cast it far enough outside, so like it's not like a magical line where it once you cross in, that's when it starts. It's mm. like there's an outside, you know, like there's a buffer zone where things start getting wonky mm-hmm. and then like where the edge of the field is is where like that's going to be a constant like that's going to be the level in which it's going to be until you get like to the epicenter of what's going on so if you cast it outside of that buffer zone it'll work the way it's supposed to but as soon as you get within that buffer zone and you cast a spell that's when things start not working the way that they're supposed to okay. small at first and then the closer you get to the epicenter the more it gets uh wild magic surgy just wanted to check because uh i'm sure that's gonna oh. be something yeah, to think all, about later on all types of magic have been affected by this mm. mm-hmm. yeah so doesn't matter whose magic does what I'm very curious to see how like our bows are affected any like things that are enchanted are affected that'd be fucking very interesting yeah if we're cool I mean figured we let them know we'll go in as far as we can and and uh, make a call if we need to get outside help mm-hmm. I would say Quan would be like yeah no if, the, if you need to leave in order to stop this thing then you know, do that. Okay. Well, so right now, essentially, we're, we're trying our best to assess it. We're not necessarily trying to handle it right now. Unless we can. Unless we can, of course. Unless we can. Okay. But we don't know if we need the boon. We, we know the boon's going to help, but we don't know if we need said boon to do this action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also don't know which boon we need. Otherwise, it's another fucking... Another fucking trip. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I won't make you do all the, all the traveling. I, it would be more just that flying there. Okay. Law. Hmm? Zex, how many portals can Zex make? I think we determine that as we're, long as one, we're not sure, it, but I, yeah, I think it's like, uh, from what I can tell, uh, when I wrote the one there and one there, as long as they mm-hmm. match, they worked. I didn't try okay. to draw like a separate set to see if the other one would go away, but could be that I can draw multiple ones and have multiple anchor points depending on whatever. Mm-hmm. We haven't tested that out yet, but I also don't want to just start having anchor points everywhere you know no 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 no. i i I feel you i mean we could we could have a hop stick jump do you think do you think having an anchor point just outside of the um whatever the the wall the yeah the the, whatever we're about to walk into do you think having an anchor point just outside of it with with quantum is keep in mind keep in mind that we're already in a place where 
where magic's gonna get weird, the closer we get to said point where it's just like the point of no return, it's gonna be a toss up. So I, anchor point or not, I don't trust that our teleportation magic once we're inside is gonna be able to get us back outside. Right. You know, gotcha. so. Okay. Yeah, we shall see. Has the weather been weird as well around here too? Like, has the weather been out of normal? Juan's just like, to be honest, I haven't been paying attention to the weather a whole lot with sort just sort of gestures broadly in this direction. Nothing strange for this time of year. That's good. All right. Keeping that in mind for duo in case I need to send them up, but you know, don't want to send them up in a random storm. <clears throat> Storms um, happen in tropical areas. Right. But constant monsoons would be concerning. True. It would be a... nothing out of the ordinary. We should right. be you should be alright weather wise. I'm I'm ready to venture when you guys are. Alright. Oh. Tell me if, if you need a context wise, um Shanks may suggest that some people stay out until they get some confirmation. I'm so glad and Hoshino will stay back. Hosh- yeah. Cool. They both agree. They can, they can um, use their time for other things. I'm going to ask Galad to, if she can, draw a... Um, like a, what uh, teleportation circle that she would use if I wanted to get to her. Would that work? No, right? She just looks at you like that. No, you would need like a teleport spell, maybe? Not teleportation circle. So you, so if, a- I drew a, if I drew my own circle, I couldn't get to your circle. I don't have a circle. What but you circle can, but you are can, you but, talking but, about? But you can draw one, no? I can yeah, draw I, one, I but that doesn't mean that my teleportation anchor works the same way that your bow does. Got it. If I wanted a permanent spot, I'd have to spend a year drawing that circle in that spot for a year. Gotcha. For it to become a permanent anchor. So I don't, I don't have a circle. If you want to draw an anchor here, you can do that. It won't do me any good. Um, it'll only help you. Never mind. But thank you for confirming mm-hmm. for confirming that for me. It's all pretty new for me. Yeah, no worries. I mean, shouldn't work like that, but uh, I mean, that's how it goes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. All right. 
Where would you guys like to go from here? You guys ready? Uh, it's dense forest in front of us, or is it mostly bog right now? It's bog right now, but you can't see the tree line from where you are. Um, I'll conjure up some horses for us. Is it is it horseback like accessible? Would would Quan say? Or is it like you should just be on foot? Foot would probably be better. Preferred. Yeah. Sort of give think like um. I mean, think like the bogs. A, a good analog that everyone would have a reference to is the the bogs outside of uh, the the bogs of of. of... Oh God, why am I Mordor? Is uh, not the Mordor. But oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. The... I know what you mean. Yep. yep, right outside. I was thinking we don't want a, a Treyu moment with the poor. Stop! Stop! No, no, Stop. we're not doing that. I'm not leaving that again. <laughs> we're not doing that again. Okay. Oh Thank my God! You. You're yes, just gonna you're traumatize thinking... like every '80s kid. No. You know? <laughs> Trigger moment. Trigger moment. <laughs> it is overcast, bog, and all of that fun stuff. So. Probably better on foot. Let's go. Yeah, check my shit. Start moving forward. All right. Well, we'll say that Juan gives you a general direction in which you're going to have to go because there's no, like... Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... So, they don't have like directions to be like here. There's no GPS. No, 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 and it's obviously it's all forest and yeah. and brush. So uh, Galahad will have Condor's Fury just cutting, cutting a path through. Cool, cool. Yeah, we'll say so. We'll say whoever wants to be leading the pack, um, probably by the end of the day on that first day of travel, you'll be able to get to like the tree line of the forest okay. before it starts getting dark. Haven't really, I mean, like, standard. Once we get to forest and mountain, I'll be able to, like, navigate us a little bit better. It's been pretty straightforward. You get the mountains in the distance. It sort of comes to, like, like a, a cross between, like, tropical rainforest, but, like, the density and some of the more colder moisture, because it's, this is, like, uh, late fall going into winter right now. So it's, it's got sort of like a Pacific Northwest sort of feel to it. The damp, cool, wet, thick forest, but like tropical sort of vibes to it as well. Um, and uh, so like I said, right around the end of the day, uh, time for you guys to make camp and whatnot, uh, you get to the tree line. And that's sort of what you see. You see several peaks off in the distance. Um, Juan has told you that he is from Ithic, uh, in the Garden of Nicoili. Nicoili. Uh, so, it's rough, roughly from Phoas. It's like a two or three day journey, so you can get there. That's sort of like the outskirts of where the field is. And where his family could be? Potentially. Or they could be somewhere in the forest. He's He said he's still going to try and look for them if he can. Okay. 
once he hears from you. In some way, shape, or form. Um, so yeah, if there's anything you guys want to do, you know, any anything you guys would like to discuss on the way, or it could be a stoic silence, or just the standard chit-chat. <laughs> whichever, whatever you prefer. I'm going to give you the option of having that conversation, or we can just go straight to doing uh, swatches on, on uh, Long Last. Shanks would uh, probably ask Argyle if uh, if they think it's a good idea when we do get to whatever this barrier is to um, send uh, what's your familiar's name? Sky- Skyra. Skyra, okay. She's sitting Skyra in if you think that'd be a good idea. You're muted. Doesn't hurt to send something up ahead. Uh lay of the land and see what's uh, waiting for us. If if they do get in trouble you can you can dismiss them, right? And then conjure them back up. That'd be all right. Vanish away, she'll come back. She won't. She'll, she's like, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine. She doesn't have a choice. She'll be fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, as it starts to get darker out, like I would say, right as we're about to like set up camp and start like figuring out who's doing watches, I will. Um, dark vision for Galahad and Duo. Cool. Just in case anything gets uh What do I get? Sixty feet or something? Uh, no, it's 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 a regular thirty. Okay. But it's for the oh no. It's sixty. Should be sixty, right? It, 60, it is, yeah. It should be sixty. Yeah. Yeah. It's sixty for eight for eight eight hours. <clears throat> oh nice, okay. And Zex might notice that as he's giving them dark vision, Shanks' eyes is really, really wide as he's like looking around and <laughs> You're right over there, Shanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more than alright. And you can see his eyes have kind of changed a bit. And there's a little bit of that reflective glow behind them your uh your eyes are doing something weird again does alex see this i'm sure anyone yeah. who's around him <laughs> would see it. yeah he's not hiding it he's you, you, you see him like a kid in the candy store for a second hmm. are you are you getting higher in your own supply sir uh no not yet but uh can you see and and um, tell me if you can give me a reference for what's like 120 feet away? <laughs> some uh, some unique feature in the forest. Oh, uh, like in the forest or in the bog? Oh, maybe yeah, or like in the bog. you know, like just on the edge of that range, there was a uh, a like single standing like dead tree that sort of had like a hook sort of look to it with a small outcropping of it you can see there's like a little bit of moss and whatnot that's still sort of hanging on it it like super super like sun dried and like it's really it's like a, it's like a skeleton of a tree but it's it's the only one that's standing there for like miles 
he so he he describes that to you but you can't see it your eyes are oh, yeah, I, I, I totally saw it here <laughs> for deceit <laughs> how many feet ahead it's 120 like a, feet 120 20. you didn't see it right over there <laughs> don't see shit <laughs> Mm. Are your your assassin powers kicking in? No, uh, I was uh, given another gift from Elrin, and it seems that not only does it have the ability to help me see in magical darkness, but it gives me definitely an advantage out here in the regular darkness as well. What do you expect in return? His firstborn. Fuck it, fine. <laughs> what was it? What was the? What, what was it? Argyle, what was that the the trade off a, a memory? Is that what it was? Uh, it wasn't a memory. It was uh, uh something I, I like. I something my, yeah. My favorite pet. A memory is taken away or something that means something to us. But uh, you know, if you don't have anything you care about, you're you're good to go. <laughs> forgot what I care about so you know there you go so you, you can't really miss it <laughs> if you don't remember him oh has a joke about you like stabbing I was I about. had the same <laughs> thank you idea. It, I, I was gonna be like I could say it under my breath and then these ass would be like inside 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 yep, of course like, of course so in his head Galahad's like you fucking killed the thing you love I could have done it for you man I fucking weakness <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, you, you don't need man. an insight roll to read the judgment in fucking Galahad's eyes. You don't need just, a you don't need a hundred feet of fucking I don't need eye for Just one barely working eye and you can see that one. Did my did my boy warning go off with that? Because it was a burn. It was a burn. It was a so it was like that one like chirp of a of a <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, can you save me from the burn? Oh man! I could have done it myself. Fucking weakness. <laughs> we need that as an item. It's a sash of judgment. It changes colors when somebody's throwing shade at you. That's <laughs> great. Oh man. Oh. One of those mundane, wondrous items that don't really do anything, but they're great for exactly. our feet. They are great for our feet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this session brings us to the point of reaching the aisles and beginning to learn more details about the machines and how they work. And while these details will help, they do complicate matters because the, the implication of having to potentially maybe split the party to achieve their goal of stopping the planes from colliding, which is not always a fun thing to think about, but it may need to be done. Uh, Please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms. Just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. We've got some cool stuff in the pipeline, and it's definitely worth your time checking out. 
Uh, also, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. Doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for others to discover. We would all appreciate the love and support. So we'll see you next week for ARC episode 11 and the week after for either Across the Plains or another cutscene, whatever we can muster. So until then, safe travels, and we'll see you on the other side.